listening to the midweek service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from our guest speaker. To learn more about us, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. I just want to welcome you to Harvest Bible Church on a Wednesday night, 7 o'clock service. Welcome people that have joined us through YouTube, face, Facebook, however you've joined. Welcome to the house of the Lord and into His presence where there's fullness of joy. <laughs> All right, well, just a quick little intro. My name is Brian Heck, and I have been in Harvest Bible Church since really its beginning. My wife, I met through the pastor. Uh, she was our children's minister out in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I had to go out there, rescue her from that bad weather, and bring her out to this really nice weather in California. And uh, the Lord's been working in us and just... Uh, bringing us further and further into his perfect will for our lives. Uh, I've been able to have the honor and pleasure to work in the youth ministry here with the college and career and get to preach once in a while here on Wednesdays and Sundays. And I was able to go down to the Gospel Center Rescue Mission for nearly 15 years and preach about once a month. So that was an outreach of Harvest Bible Church to the inner city of Stockton, California. So anyways, and I'm just so thankful to be here, and let's go ahead and open up in prayer, and Heavenly Father, Lord, you have a word for us, a more sure word of prophecy, Lord, something that's going to lift us up, elevate us, strengthen us, encourage us, and just give us hope. Lord, it's your will for us to prosper and to be in health, even as our souls prosper. So Lord, we're going to get joyful, happy energized, excited, and go out into the highways and the byways and compel them to come into your kingdom, for we know the time is short. And Lord, we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. Well, thank you for giving me your time, so I'll do my best, okay? (laughs) So just kind of pull a little on the gift of God, and you'll get something good tonight. I really believe that. And uh, so first off, I just been really seeking the Lord and been sensing that if I were to give this a title, it's called expanding your vision, expanding our vision. Okay. So this is a message as much for me as it is for us. Cause you know, many times we go through some hardships. Hello, some pain. Anybody felt some pain in their lives, some disappointment, rejection, Maybe you're gone through some things you just don't completely understand, but you know who's standing by you and who's going to bring you through that, right? Okay, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for who is with me? Thou art with me. Who is with you? The good shepherd. The good shepherd. And you know, a shepherd that's good, he's not going to lead you into like turmoil. He's going to bring you into green pastures along what, quiet streams? Huh? Or, or just do, do sheep like a lot of, uh, I don't know, waterfalls? I like waterfalls. Do you like waterfalls? They're really nice. But I don't want to swim in one because I'm going to drown. Okay? <laughs> so uh, anyways... We're going to talk to you a little bit today about expanding your vision and really seeing the harvest, seeing what God has for our lives. So let's go ahead and, and turn in our Bibles, if you have it, to Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. 
They're going to get stirred up in some of these things. We already know it. We already know so many of these scriptures. But until we really apply it and really see it and just say, seize it almost, it won't really become ours through experience. It belongs to us legally. All this, this stuff right here in the Bible belongs to you and me legally. But then to get it into our experience is where it gets fun. Okay? So Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Version. Now, does this scripture belong to you? Doesn't the Bible say um, all the promises of God in him are yes and amen? So would you help me right now? Would you say this scripture is mine? I take it. I take the good life that he has promised me right now in Jesus' name. Okay, there's been times where I didn't really see a lot of this stuff going on in my life and I had to stand in faith. And I had to believe. And I had to stand in faith. And I had to believe. Because everything was impossible in the natural. But God has a way of carving through mountains. Carving through problems. And bringing us into a good life. A a wealthy place. A large place. And he wants us to begin to get our hopes up again. Hello? All right? Been some setbacks in your ministry, been some setbacks in your finances, maybe been some setbacks in your health. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not settling for what the devil has offered me. Because Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly to the full till it overflows. It may not feel like anything's changing, but you just stand your ground. Stand. Having done all to stand, stand there for. Why? Because God's going to lead you down a dark road with no hope? No. He's got good things planned for our lives. I'll prove it to you. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. But it doesn't look like anything's changing. Stand in faith. Get a few scriptures. Start boxing the devil's ears. Mm. In the name of Jesus, I command you, devil, get off my kid. Get off my finances. Get off my business. Get out. You got no place in my house. You got no place in my future. The only place that you got is underneath my feet. That's where you belong. That's where you are right now, underneath your feet. We got to get bold. We got to get aggressive. We got to stand our ground and we will see the salvation of our God. Okay. Are you going to see the salvation of your God? Are you just going to go through life barely making it? Well, I'm just going to hold on. <laughs> I, I got to, you know, get my little savings account. You know, put a little bit over there. 
you know, because I, you know, gotta be, gotta be secure. Is that security? Come on, come on. Oh no, there is so much more for you, more than you can ask or think. Isn't it good that God's bigger than our brains? Mm. In my own self, I don't think very large. But the message tonight is, it's called expanding your vision. Let's get a vision of a bright future. Let's get a vision of a hope. Let's get a vision for our lives. It's so much brighter. Okay? Okay, so we got to, we got to start, quit looking at all the problems. Quit looking at them. Forget about it. Don't dwell on it. Don't spend all your time thinking about what that person did 25 years ago, and it hurt me so bad. Okay? 25 years ago, that's a long time. God has a brighter future for you. He's over it. He wants you to get over it so you can get on with destiny. Destiny, destiny. I tell you what, what I sense in this place is destiny. Destiny. It's all about your destiny. And it's so bright. Your future is so bright. If you can only believe, you will see. Oh, let's start seeing better things. Let's start seeing expansion in our businesses. Let's start seeing expansion in our health, expansion in our, in our pocketbook. If, if you'll believe it, change will come. Change, change. How many of you need some change here? Not a little pocket change either. You know, the little saving the pocket change in your piggy bank, that doesn't work. God thinks bigger. He thinks a lot bigger. All right, there's another scripture. It's in Isaiah. So we're not going to turn too far away from Jeremiah. It's Isaiah, and it's 55 and verse 8. Let's prove this out to you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Isaiah 55. So you turn to the left in your Bible if you still got one of those old-fashioned things. Love the Bible. Love holding the book in my hand. Isaiah 55 and verse 8. Y'all know this scripture. I know you got a lot of people in here. You've been in the things of God for a while. We'll start actually in verse 6 of Isaiah 55. Uh, The prophet says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon For my thoughts are not what? Your thoughts. Okay. Nor are my ways, nor are your ways, my ways, pardon me, says the Lord. Nor are my ways. So his ways are a little higher. You think so? You think God's a little bit higher? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Let's keep this going. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. But I bet you if I get some of God's thoughts, I'm going to get some of his ways. His ways are higher than our ways. We think too small. We think think far too limited. We think, 
And it, it happens to all of us, but we can change the way we see the future. It is so bright. Your future is so bright. Now, is God a respecter of persons? I like you because you were nice to me. But you, not so much. I don't know what it is about you, man. That's how people are. Okay. But God is not a respecter. He just honors our faith. You know this. So let's get our faith stirred up. Get enlarged. All right, we're going to stay in Isaiah. And we're going to turn over to Isaiah 54. Now, if you'll meditate in these things, what's going to happen? Think about the word. Invest some time in studying the word. Reflecting upon what it says. You begin to personalize. This is God speaking to me. Would you guys hold up your Bible? Ladies, if you have one. And just say this. Say, this is God speaking to me. This is a book. This is God's thoughts. God's thoughts, God's ways. More word, more God, more faith, more ability, more triumph. See, we are the triumphant church, not the weak, barely get by, stingy church. We are the liberal church. We are a giving church. We are a faith church. And I'm talking about you, the people, not the building. Come on. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. And God has so much more for you and for me. All right. I feel like I want to read this scripture out of the New King James. It is um, Isaiah 55, verse 8. Nope. Sorry. Isaiah 54, verse 2. Sorry. So here we go. The, this right here, I've been kind of chewing on this. And I don't know, I don't really know what that means yet. But I, I know, God, you got something better for my future. You got something better. Better. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But there's more. Okay. And you even face some setbacks, disappointments. It's like you didn't get the job you thought you would get been there, hello, done that, or had the job, and then the job got canned, you know, layoff. Whoa, what now, God? Well, did I fall off the throne, son? It sure feels like it, and it sure looks like it. What's going on? Before I read this, I'm reminded of a story years ago. I lost my job and I had, wow, I had a vision. I had a dream. I had goals. You know, you want to raise your family. You want to provide for them. You want to give them all their, you know, you just got to provide. And I remember uh, I got laid off and unemployment. Boy, that's really helpful. (laughs) Temporarily, it's not bad, but it's not enough. It's not enough. It's just barely making a living, barely getting through it. And uh, my dreams were kind of dashed. And I remember I was like, I don't get it, Lord. I don't get it at all. I don't understand this. 
Lord, you spoke to me. I was going in a direction you led me in, and then it all fell apart in 2008. How many of you remember that year? Home values dropping, jobs cut by millions. Kind of reminds me of what's going on now in some ways. Maybe there's been some disappointment in your life, but there can be a reappointment. And I tell you what, God is a God of reappointment. You'll give him some of your faith and your time and your effort and your willingness. He's going to raise you right up out of the ashes. And he'll just put you, you know, he raises the poor out of the ashes and seats them with kings, it says over in the book of Judges. What? I can sit with people of prominence? That was a scripture I stood on. Yeah, Brian, you, little Brian Heck, you can move places that you never dreamed of if you'll just believe and stand your ground a little while. So I just, in that time, I remember standing on a scripture over in Isaiah, and it is 43, verse 18. It says, forget the former things, remember the past. Behold, I do a new thing. I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Maybe you're in a situation where you need something new to happen in your life. Been burned. You've been burned. You've been singed a little. Yeah, that was really a bad experience, Lord. But you get a few scriptures in you about new beginnings and stand your ground, you'll see great things come to pass in your life. Great things. So we've been kind of hit a little bit. You notice that? Anybody watch the news recently? Please don't. Try not to. I get, you know, it's easy to get angry and resentful. You know, it's, it, what are you, they're crazy. That is unbelievable. But I tell you what, I just had to get alone with God and start getting his word inside of my heart. And then I began to see that he wants me to go much further. Okay. And he wants us to really begin to expand our vision. What are you believing God for? What do you need God to do in your life? You just stand in faith and believe and exercise a little bit of patience. That's your favorite fruit of the spirit, right? No, most of us want joy. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my, oh, I love it, Lord. I am having a good time in Jesus tonight. Whoa. Love it. Let me get some more of that. Oh. But we hear messages on patience, and it's like, <laughs> I don't want to practice patience. I want to now. But you know, in that new beginning that I had when I stood my ground and I sat along the side of a lake and said, God, I, you say, do not remember the former things, neither remember the things of the past, for I have new things for you. I just said, I'm standing on this. It only took about two weeks of, re- I didn't know how long it would take. He just put in my heart. Praise and worship. Huh. Lord, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm praying my heart out because I got these problems. Can you hear me? 
This ain't feeling too good, Lord. Praise and worship. What? I wanted a word. I wanted a visitation with fire. Anybody light my hair on fire and tell me what to do, Lord? I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, Jesus. You and me, Lord. It's like really quiet. Sometimes we got to get quiet. Uh-huh. Turn the tube off. Open your Bible. And say, Lord, speak for your servant listens. Answers awaiting in his presence. So his answer came to me, but it wasn't spectacular. It wasn't fancy and shiny, but it was supernatural nevertheless. Because he speaks to us in those still, quiet voice so frequently, it's a knowing on the inside. And then you begin to act on it. And you begin to see great results. Wow. It was so good. So I'm like, okay, Lord. I think I've been praying the problem. And you want me to get my eyes off the unemployment problem. And praise and worship got me refocused. On the greatness. On the bigness. Oh, magnify the Lord with me magnify when you magnify and you worship the problems get smaller pretty soon wow I got delivered I got delivered from the bondage I got delivered from the discouragement I got delivered from the unemployment I Lord to bring you into a Large place. A large. It never says in there the Lord is going to bring you into a small closet (laughs) on the backside of heaven. In my Father's house are many. Is a mansion big? Okay. If He's got mansions there, you think He could help you expand a little in your business? Expand in your career. Maybe you need further education to go to the next level. I don't know, but the Lord will tell you and show you the steps to take. And as you move out, you'll see him move into your circumstances. Oh, he's a good God. He's so good. He brought me out of unemployment more than one time. But that one time it was praise and worship. And I was like, okay, I'll do this for the rest of my life, Lord, whatever you want. Two weeks later, it's like the Lord visited me and the presence of God was so strong. And and I could see myself just in my spirit, in my heart. I saw myself sitting in a pile of ashes. And I was like, the ashes represented the experiences in my life. I lost my dreams, lost my hope, lost my everything. 
but I saw the hand of the Lord. And he spoke to me just so clearly. I'm drawing you out. I'm drawing you out of that. Bringing you out. But it's not quick. No, the Lord was just showing me, I'm going to take you out of it step by step. It's not going to be instantaneous, but it's going to be supernatural. And that's what happens in our lives. Oftentimes the Lord brings us out one step at a time. Not all at once, little by little. But as it gets better and it gets brighter. The path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, the Bible says, shining ever brighter under the full light of day. So anybody wake up in the morning, you look out, you see a little bit of light. What's going to happen if you just hang in there a little while? It's going to get brighter. And it's going to get brighter. And it's going to get brighter. And pretty soon, the sun's going to be right overhead. And it's like, wow, am I basking in the glow, Lord. You brought me out. You brought me into a large place. You brought me into a place where the harvest is, thank you, God. Let's get a hold of that. Let's get a hold of a big God who has big plans for our lives, who has big plans for your career. Let's not limit him through unbelief or a lack of knowledge. Oftentimes, my people are destroyed, the Bible says, for a lack of knowledge. We need the knowledge of his word so that we can get his ways. Okay? So this word and getting into this is really a key to our success in this age. Tell you what, more so than ever. There's a man of God, he used to say, the currents of unbelief are so strong, very few rise above it. But that's not us. In Jesus' name, we're rising above the currents of fear, the currents of unbelief, the currents of rejection, the currents of confusion, disappointment. We're rising up. We're rising up in Jesus' name into our full inheritance. Into our inheritance. Wow. I got saved so I could be bummed out. You know that? Lord, I heard bad things about you. I want to come over into your family. Yes. No, my life was a mess. And I said, I heard you got something good for me. I want to come over into your family and learn a little bit and grow in this thing and develop in this thing and see you do great things in my life. Great possibilities, great possibilities, great possibilities in Jesus' name. Great possibilities for you. Great possibilities. Great possibilities. Mm. Great possibilities. Oh, wow, I see greatness in you. <laughs> All right, so over in Isaiah 54, verse 2, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge. Get bigger. Think bigger. Think expansion. Think promotion. Think bigger. What do you need to think bigger about? Because God has bigger and better for you. In Jesus' name. 
enlarge the place of your tent. Oh, yeah. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen. Is that lengthen mean get bigger? Does enlarge means what? Bigger. Stretch out. Okay, I'm going to stretch out, Lord. I'm going to believe big. I'm going to believe big. I'm getting my vision restored. I'm getting my vision restored. What did God speak to you in the past? Has he changed his mind? No, but you got beat down. You got knocked down. Some of you, right? We all taken some knocks. Do we? Uh, I think I'm going to lay around for a while. And you can do that. There is a time to process through disappointment. There really is. Pastor Mark was preaching last week about after the hit, and it took a while. But where's he now? Uh-huh. Was it worth it? You bet. Could he have run? But he stood. And we need to stand too. Okay. It's like, okay, work through it. Get through it. Work through it with God. Work through it. Work through the pain. Lord, here I am again. Wear him out a little. You're not going to wear him out because the Bible says he doesn't grow weary. Yeah, I don't get tired. You do, but guess what? Hang around me. You'll get energized. You'll get some fire back. You'll get some anointing back. Anointing. Do you need a fresh anointing? You need fresh fire? We all do. See, we can't run on last year's blessings. It's kind of like manna from heaven. You got to get it new. It's new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So enlarge a place of your tent and let them stretch the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left. You shall, not you might, you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. I'm here to say, you know, I've been a little over the map on this thing, but you shall expand. Would you share that? Just say that with me. We've got to activate our faith. How's faith? Faith, we've got to mix faith with words. Just say this. My business is going to expand. My finances are increasing. My vision is developing. I can see more and more of God's perfect plan for my life. I'm just reminded as we begin to conclude that God's a God of motion. He set the earth and is it spinning or toppling and spinning out of control? No, he, whoosh, it's moving, it's moving. We're moving right now. We are moving fast. We just can't feel it, but the universe is expanding. 
God is a God of motion. Okay, so get your faith in motion, would you? I'm getting my... Bap! Bap! Boom, 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 bap! I gotta leave that guy alone, the devil would say. He's messing with me. Let me go pick on somebody else who's a little more vulnerable. Huh? Yeah. Did Jesus resist the devil? No. He laid down and said, oh, you're bothering me. Leave me alone. No, he resisted him. He gave us a great example of what we should do when we're being tested, when we're being tried, when we're going through hardship, because we're all going to go through it. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all, every single one of them, if you'll believe. But he spoke. It is, it is written. He quoted scriptures. If Jesus had to quote a few scriptures, you think we might have to? Now, you can get more and more precise in this, but just get started. Okay, my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. I'm speaking to this mountain and you must move. Because that's what the word says. You see, oftentimes we're fighting battles in our mind. And they're spiritual battles and they require spiritual weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And you know thoughts coming to you left and right every day. So we got to get some of God's thoughts. Okay? Get his thoughts. Stir it in you. And you'll see resurrection power rise up on the inside of you. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. Resurrection power is in us now. If you're born again, you've got The Son of God, the Spirit of God is on the inside of you. He'll quicken you and make alive your mortal body. How many of you need a quickening? We all need quickenings. Oh, you get alone with God, spend a little time in His Word, put on the worship, and you'll see. Wait a minute now. Oh, why didn't I do this like five weeks ago? I've been sitting here trying to figure everything out. This is, you know, talking about how bad it is. Got to go talk to some people at work. Did you kind of, what do you think is going to happen? You think that vaccine is going to, you know, kill you or they got a chip in? What do you think? And it's like, well, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I'm reminded of a scripture. It says, uh, man shall not live by bread alone. I like bread. You like bread, right? (laughs) Tacos, burritos, tostadas. 
trying to make you hungry. Man shall not live by enchiladas alone. <laughs> but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. Now it really, you really got some stubborn faith when it doesn't look like anything's working and it's like, God, this word is true and let God be true in every man. A liar, every circumstance is a lie. Devil, you're under my feet. You're in my past. You're not in my future. Hello. Hello. Get thee behind me, who? Get behind me, Satan. And you stay on your side of the line. Because as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my community, we're going to see God arise and his enemies scattered. We're going to see revival in the streets and the highways and byways. We're not surrendering the city to the devil and his buddies. Mm? No, because we are part of the army of the Lord. The army of the Lord. We've got to see ourselves a little more feisty. Armies. Uh, are angels wimps? But you got a whole bunch of them around you. Maybe they're just kind of waiting for you to s- come on now. You, me, let's go. We're going. We're going into the battle. Did David run from Goliath? He ran to his giant. So let's begin in faith to begin running at the giants we face. And we do it in faith. We do it with the word of God. We speak the word. We declare the word. Okay, and we're going to get into, I just sense this real quick, is that we need brothers and sisters too. So we're going to surround ourselves with people of faith. Will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? Going through a little struggle, a little issue. Oh yeah, we need each other too. All right, we're not going to do this alone. All right. I see the clock's getting close to eight. Yeah. I know we got a lot of holy rollers in here. Hello, I see you. I like being around you folks. Oh. Yeah, it's refreshing. Came in here and it's like, oh, they are fired up already. Their tank is full. Amen. So, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just pray together, though. You know, let's hook up our faith together. Let's knock down some giants right now. We don't have to wait till we get out in the parking lot. The devil's scared. He knows he's got to go when we stand in faith and we believe. All right, so whatever it is you're believing for, let's just pray out loud, though. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. You have a great plan for my life. I thank you you. that you're giving me greater vision vision. and showing me exactly what to do do. and how to go about it. it. Right now I receive wisdom. I receive direction. I receive favor. I receive your anointing, your encouragement. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we'll go ahead and just um, do a kind of a quick little, well, not a quick little, just want to give the invitation if anyone has, uh, needs to receive Jesus in their life. I was 14. 
I was so lost. Oh man, was I lost. And somebody started sharing Jesus with me and I was like, wow, that sounds pretty good. Because I know there's a devil. He was harassing me a lot as a kid. Whew, boy, terrible dreams. But one day I went to sleep and I had a dream. I never woke up and I had a dream and I saw a dove and a cross in my dream. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. But he's real. And I want to know him. And so somebody led me into what we call the sinner's prayer. And so maybe you're out there and you've never asked Jesus into your life or here. And we'll just pray a simple prayer and ask Jesus into our heart. Would you all agree with me? Okay, I know you, I know you got believers here. but Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to take my place on the cross so that I could be saved. I receive you, Jesus, into my life. Make me a brand new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. I receive you. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. Accept me in your family in Jesus' name. Right. Now, if that's the first time you've ever prayed that prayer, I want you to come talk to me or somebody around here. You can look around. There's anybody will tell you about it. We can get you some literature about being born again. It's the first step into a great life. Okay? Thanks for listening to this podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. If you live in the area, we would love to have you join us at one of our services on Sundays and Wednesdays. You can check us out at harvestbibleonline.org for location and times. We hope to see you soon. 